Bonjour et bienvenue à l'émission de la pandémie. On a des histoires de la pandémie pour les gens de la pandémie. Personne n'est seul ici à l'émission de la pandémie. L'émission de la pandémie s'est enregistrée par Dave dans le territoire déterminé par le traité du Haut-Canada. De temps en temps, c'est aussi enregistré sur le Ottoman Track, un échenabé héréditaire et le terrain, la terre de Confédération Haudenosaunee est aussi le terrain des personnes neutres. Nous voulons dire merci de vous nous rejoindre tandis qu'on essaie à unifier l'humanité avec des histoires de nos expériences partagées. Et comme toujours, merci pour avoir nous partagé en ligne, par aimer, s'abonner et partager l'émission Pandémie. Même pour nous suivre sur le TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook et Reddit. Je m'appelle David and welcome to the Pandemic Show. Come on to Pal 2. My name is Dope. <laughs> My name is Carol. And we're from Baskin. Dope, Carol, punk rock stars with rebel attitudes, educating and speaking out against traditional societal norms. Dope. Carol, merci beaucoup. Thank you so much for joining us today and transcending time and space to Montreal to join us here on the Pandemic Show. <laughs> Stories of the pandemic for the people of the pandemic. No one's alone on the Pandemic Show. Can you tell us what were your lives like before the pandemic struck Canada and Quebec in March 2020? We used to do a lot of shows and record music and video clips. We used to practice also a lot. So for sure, the pandemic uh, changed a lot of things, but I think we adapt really good and we hope to, to play more shows. We're really happy to be back on stage in front of real persons. Yeah, and we had like projects lining up already supposed to come out, but when the COVID hit, we were like, oh, we're not going to release this. We're not going to release that because there's so much going on right now. So we had to push everything like further further back like i think maybe like a year yeah. or a year and a half so it really really like, did like a pause on the band we're excited to play song title in the form of a pandemic question inspired by nardwar the human serviette from vancouver british columbia canada is bad skin up for playing a game of song title in the form of a pandemic question oh yeah <laughs> Merci. 2020, we went down the pandemic rabbit hole. How has your trip been so far based on your song, Rabbit Hole? And I watched your performance of Rabbit Hole from the cancer benefit you did in September. And just hats off to you for using your celebrity and your music to support cancer research and families. No family has avoided the touch of cancer thank you we're in the pandemic rabbit hole how's your trip been it's been good i think the world kind of stopped you know and i think everybody everybody was rushing to get to the finish line hurry up and really so stressed so i think the pandemic had a good influence on people i think it told us that we should appreciate the small things like family. It showed us also that we we could stop the world for a second, you know, because everything was closed and only the, the important things were kept alive. Yeah. Carol, how's your trip been down the pandemic rabbit hole? It's been, uh, well, both since, like, like she said, it's been like a really time to reflect what I'm going to do or how can we change things or 
you know, like really like a big reflection. And I took the time to like learn instruments too, to learn other instruments and really like to take care of my family because we were all inside my house. I was working from home. So on that note, it was really different because there's not a lot of people who's like going to talk to me or so it was, I was feeling like anti-social, even though I was not. So it really affected me like personally, but it had uh, great things coming up to it. I talked to Hal from Mountain Dust, another Quebec band. Uh, he's Hal based out of Montreal. And he said when his band, when, they, when the lockdown came, they couldn't really practice together as much. And he didn't like trying to do things online. How did that impact bad skin? with not being able to be together. Did you try to do things virtually through the computer? It was hard because everyone was kind of scared at the beginning because we didn't know that, okay, you, you touch the, a desk and then somebody touches and then you get COVID. But now that we know that it's it's more control controllable. No, but first we couldn't practice at all. It was really hard. And we kind of all lost a little bit of touch. Yes, exactly. But we, we, we still, at least we live in, in an area that we can... FaceTime, we could, we could Skype, we tried to upload as much as content as we could, like little covers. Caro did also a video with like oh, yeah. different band members from different bands from Montreal. And they like all did it. They all recorded and filmed it in their own houses. And then they put everything in on, um, on together. a video together. Yeah. Exactly. And it was really nice. So we had the chance to, the chance to do that. We also did two festivals online. We did the Vulgar Fest and the Punka Fest, one from Spain and one from Ecuador. So we were really uh, lucky to be part of those uh, festivals because we we could connect to, with people even if we, we couldn't see the people. It seemed with those initial lockdowns, a lot of things that were happening in society, especially around social justice or equity issues there were, or environmental activism around climate change, there was a bit of a chill on that. But then as the pandemic wore on and people adapted and we realized physical distancing and wear a mask. And, and like you said, the big one, once we realized you couldn't just get COVID and die from touching something that somebody had touched 10 minutes ago, that was a game changer in how to approach the COVID. As the pandemic went on in June, then we had the rise of social movements once again with the Black Lives Matter we've seen around the world. That's just gone around the world in the Idle No More. And we're seeing now with activism around the Ferry Creek. Quebec is a bastion of collectivism where it seems that there's more solidarity among the communities in Quebec than in different parts of, of the country. How did the people respond in Quebec to some of the challenges around long-term care? I know initially on there was, that's where a lot of our tragic, tragic deaths were with COVID is in the long-term care industry. Did how, did how did things happen around that in education in Quebec? Was it any different than other places? Well, I feel like it's like, it's both. Like some people really took it hard because they were like living alone and uh, they really had like uh, mental problems. So it really affected them, but other people, they took the time to really like focus on themselves and, you know, try to, to find stuff. It's, it's really bold. Like I saw on my social media, I can see like people really being mad and just like what is going on. I don't, why are we being controlled by the government and stuff like that. And you can see like the other, like 81, 80%, they're like, uh, oh, I know like, you should stay home. And, you know, so I really saw like the two perspectives. So I was like, me, yeah, I really enjoyed it. At first, I was like, it's it's just a time like to just relax and enjoy the little things. And also, 
I took the time for to study. I did a diploma. So I did. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I did a diploma as a real estate agent. I did everything by, by computer. So I was really happy not to travel 45 minutes to go to school and stay up every day and dress. I was really happy, like just to get up wake up 10 minutes minutes before my class and just open my computer and stay in my bed. Like I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But at the end, it was like getting tired because for myself, I'm, I'm really sociable. So I need to talk to people and see people and party and be everywhere. But I kind of enjoyed it. But at the end, I was like fed up. It seemed like part of the journey down the pandemic rabbit hole was personal development learning new instruments, learning new technologies, learning new skills, getting new accreditation. I can only imagine how on fire the real estate market must be in La Belle Provence. Here in Southern Ontario, it was slow. Some of the housing trends is that real estate was slow for the first six months, and then it took off. By Christmas uh, 2020, things were starting to go up astronomically. Now there seems to be a housing crisis across Canada where nobody can afford to get into the housing market. Is it similar there in La Belle Provence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The market's like skyrocketing right now. Great time to become an agent. (laughs) Yes, but it's not a good time to buy a house though. Yeah. We just had that federal election here and the Bloc Quebecois leader, he made a good point that we need more social housing to take the pressure off the bottom of the housing market. It seems like housing is a, is a hot potato everywhere. Another housing trend during the pandemic seems to be that people who weren't born in the big cities went back to where they came from temporarily. They seem to be going back to the cities. But is that something that you noticed in Montreal, one of the greatest cities in North America and a global city? Like for sure, I know a lot of people who lived in um, the centre-ville and they tried to either go back with their parents because either like they didn't have their job anymore or uh, they had less hours. It was really hard for them. And when you live uh, far from like the central city, the houses, the apartments, everything is less expensive. I saw it happen to some of my friends, but generally I, can, I couldn't tell. I hope people are coming back to the cities now that we're entering the double dose phase of the pandemic. It seems that jurisdictions and places where everybody got the jab is double dose now. The hospitals are under control. They're not getting overwhelmed like the Western provinces where people weren't getting vaccinated. Now they might have to do more lockdowns because the vaccine seemed to have worked in Ontario. Is that the sense in Quebec too, that the vaccines made a difference? Well, I think people are really divided with the vaccine. I still think that it's your choice if you want to get vaccinated. But I think the real issue is that people are losing their jobs because they're not vaccinated. Because we're missing employees everywhere, everywhere. It's not the time to fire people because of their personal choice. Let's say there's a lot of kids here in Quebec, Canada, that they are in foster foster care, okay? I know people that they work with the kids that they are in foster care. Those kids, they have suffered abandonment from their parents. They have suffered addiction, violence, sexually assaulted. They're not mentally stable. So when they put it in the foster care and the people that they take care of the, those kids, the kids they get attached to the person that works with them, you know? I don't know if you get it, but... Yeah, and now, human connection. Exactly. And they feel like connected, they feel safe with those people and they build a relationship with those people. And now those people are losing their jobs because they're not vaccinated. That's okay, but who's taking care and who's thinking about those kids that they're going to suffer again another abandonment from a 
person that they were so close to. So the system, it's like, okay, can we do like an exception at least for those kids? They're like checking their own advantage and they're not thinking about like those kids. Those kids are their future of of the The world. world. So Dope. You're making a very important point that demonstrates the complexity of the pandemic and all the different opinions, perspectives. When I think about children in custody and children that are in foster care. And the kids from the social care, nobody, nobody talks about them. Nobody's talking about the kids from foster care. Dope. They are lucky to have you as their advocate. We are so lucky here today on the Pandemic Show. (laughs) Carol and Dope from Bad Skin in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, playing song title in the form of a pandemic question. Our second question, who are the pandemic monsters based on your punk rock hit monster? Now, we're also, we've been watching billionaires going into space. The first year of the pandemic, There was 500 billionaires created in the world and hundreds of millions of more people fell below the poverty line. To me, that income inequality is the monster. The structural inequality around race that's come across through the Idle No More movement, the discovery of these unmarked graves at the residential schools, the Black Lives Matters, what's going on to the environment. So who do you think the monsters are in this pandemic? Bad Skin, punk rock band from Montreal, Canada? I think... It's the rich, the rich people, you know, the 1%. And I think what they're trying to do is that divide the population because it were easier to control in that way if everyone is fighting and killing each other, you know. They're selling tickets to go to the moon. Are we that, like, in the evolution, is that important in our lives? Like, people are dying from... Starvation, disease, dirty water. Exactly. They don't have water and people are flying to the moon. It's like, guys, come on. It's alarming, the income inequality. It is a monster, a horrible, horrible monster, almost worse than than the COVID in so many ways. What do you think is going to happen? Who are the good guys fighting these monsters? The population. But I feel like the the people doesn't doesn't know how much power they have. If they get together, like like peaceful strikes, (laughs) because you can know like you're not alone. You're not, you're not the only one who's taking like this way and stuff like that. So when I saw like marches for uh, Black Lives Matter or when everybody put like black uh, profile pictures on Instagram and Facebook, it was like, okay, so we can do something uh, with George Floyd too. What happened is that too. More people got behind the case. So it really, really, really made a voice and actually made a change for like the first time. And after that, the, some of the other cases got open and justice was were, was made. I don't think people know how much voice they have. And also, I, I, find, I find it like people think that by voting once in a year, once in a four years, they're going to change something. I think it's by what you consume every day and what you boycott and what you don't boycott. It seems that the pandemic has strengthened neighborhoods where people are talking more to their neighbors, helping each other more. And that has been a theme throughout our interviews here on the Pandemic Show is that people do have power and it's whether we exercise it and organize with other people. Very good points, Carol Dope from Bad Skin, Montreal, (laughs) Canada. And it seems like how we have to deal with these pandemic monsters is the same way you deal with the schoolyard bully. 
you stand up to the bully. And when you see the bully picking on someone else, you go and try to support the person being being picked on. Exactly. Yes, that's a good point. Our next question here on the pandemic show with bad skin from Montreal. What's the best way to deal with the pandemic gray days? Based on your new hit single, Gray Day. <laughs> uh, I think not just in the pandemic, but every day when you feel like you're going to give up, just keep on pushing, do things that do things that they're going to make you advance, do things to for for to learn, invest on yourself, yeah. work out, sing if you like to sing, go take a walk if you want get a pet get a cat but don't abandon them after so yeah i think it's it's that create do art yeah if you're down if you're depressed go help people that they're depressed too you know that's really great advice dope help others by helping others you help yourself and staying active learning new skills working out sweating all great advice great days your new hit single That's one that's getting people punk rock sweating. Can you just tell us what motivated that song? Where did it come from? And Carol, what do what do you do to deal with the pandemic gray days? Well, to to deal with it, like I said in the, in the beginning too, I was uh, learning new instruments. When I had like music ideas, I go see like my label. I can do it at home. I, I learned how to with some music programs, so I was able to do it at home. That was a uh, that's really like a kick. So now when I have ideas, I can send the demos to my Ben and they can say oh you should have the, this part oh you should do like this and and I can so for me the pandemic bring me like a tool like a new way to to actually compose music because before we were waiting at the practice and recorded with the cell phone <laughs> recorded the cell phone but now it's like it's like a touch of everybody and feedback from everybody yeah so. and you should you should be like the better version of yourself every day you should you should upgrade every day bingo it really is what is getting people through the pandemic looking inwards doing things that bring you joy and make you feel fulfilled developing your own skill set bingo and doing those things can help change that gray mood that we all get into. Like everybody mm -hmm. gets into a funk mm -hmm. and getting outside and doing all these other passions are things that can happen. Now, bad skin. Are you okay if we rock out here with gray day together? All the people of the pandemic, no one's alone on the pandemic show. We'll get to hear this pandemic punk rock anthem with us. Yes. yes. Enjoy guys. This is great day. We're bad skin. Today.
Rasputin. What a great track. I followed your advice. I got active. I got my heart pumping and I feel great. What do you think, 20? 22 will be like, I know there's some exciting news for bad skin fans overseas, but what will 2022 be like? Everything is going to depend on how it goes with the COVID. If there's another wave, let's hope not. But we have so many plans and we hope it's going to stay like this so we can fulfill our dream and our passions. For sure, new shows. Uh, Stay tuned because exciting, exciting shows. Well, I think we can say it because it's going to be announced this week. So I think we can okay. we can like announce it. Yeah, it's a new, it's a secret. <laughs> you're the first to know. Yeah, you're the first to know. Merci beaucoup. Oh la la. Oh la la. People of the pandemic. You're hearing it from Fatskin here on the Pandemic Show. <laughs> As you know, we're going to tour in the UK uh, next summer. I think we might go to France also for the Medem Festival, for the, the convention of music. But the big news, we so happy to announce that because this year was like shitty, but at the same time was so great because we had to play in a festival that we dream about playing. We did the Pop Montreal and we did it for the 20, 20th uh, anniversary. Yeah. We did the music for cancer also. And now we're going to do, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the days, uh, it used to Music Plus. Do you guys remember that? Okay, I think, I'm I'm sure you guys remember this. There was this show, it was called One, Two, Three, Punk. And they used to like put up like music and stuff and play videos and have like little interviews and shows, live performance. Well, the show was canceled like 10 years ago and they're bringing it back. And Batskin will be part of the seventh episode of One to Three Punk. Oh, so congratulations. Yes. <laughs> to just talk about it and I get shivers. <laughs> uh, me too, me too. No, we're so happy. Plus, they're, they're um, l'animateur. Uh, it's the same host. Yeah, then 10 oh, years ago. I grew up on Much Music and all those music shows, so I really appreciate them. That's what turned me on to Nardwar the Human Serviette in Vancouver, British Columbia, yes. Canada. I love Nardwar. We're getting closer to looking at the COVID pandemic in the rearview mirror. We're getting closer. What do you hope the world is like in after times? I feel like the, the people are going to appreciate more going outside. I feel like they're, they're going to connect more because they're going to... I know people miss their friends like I'm, I was used to see her like three times a week and when I couldn't I was like oh my god what's happening you know so we, like even we FaceTime but it's not the same thing so I think people are gonna more appreciate time with their families but value it's gonna uh, reopen all the bars and have shows and really I miss like doing mosh bits with people oh let's like it's super simple but I miss that I miss like the the smell of the sweaty people <laughs> and uh, the smell of the beers and the bars it's kind of it's kind of like it sucks because we did like the pub Montreal last month last month and I couldn't go to see people and I couldn't go much with people they, they were like you can go you cannot go in the crowd and me I used to go jump in the crowd hopefully we could we could get all that back I'm starting to sense that we're gonna have a cultural renaissance bands across the country like bad skin you are ready to go you've got a full tank of gas you're wait you're ready to get out there and start playing for the people of the pandemic for your fans 
that need to get out there and burn off some steam. I feel like it's going to be a real cultural renaissance next year and the fall and the year after. We're so excited and we're so passionate about all this. We really like to connect with people and we're entertainers. We want to entertain people and we're not afraid to have crazy ideas, to dress up uh, completely different. And we're there to entertain people and to shock people, but in the good way, you know, and we want people to connect with us too. Your punk rock energy really does change, change the atmosphere in a room. Merci beaucoup. Bad skin, dope, and Carol, and I can't wait to be in the mosh pit getting getting beaten up in after times. <laughs> thanks to you. Thank you thanks so to much. your time and thanks to everybody who's listening right now. We love you guys. Keep on rocking. Thanks for listening to the Pandemic Show. We're all in this together and we're glad you're here together with us. Physically distance with us at pandemishow.com. Be a part of our community by subscribing to and sharing the Pandemic Show. Thanks for taking a minute to email an episode, share a link, or promote us on social media. Pandemic Show is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Stories from the Pandemic for the people of the Pandemic. Do you have an interesting Pandemic story and want to share? Email us at pandemishow at gmail.com. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to Giant Value for singing us in and letting us know everything is going to be all right. No one is alone at the Pandemic Show.